Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Thursday off the rails in the mothership, which is Studio 22. The puppet master, Mark the Perfectionist, is at the helm. He and Chris are driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. And there's a lot to get to today, actually. Uh, A lot of things that we're going to talk about. And uh, I want to read this to you. I want to read this to you. I was going back. I, I read this weird stuff, right? George Washington, his first inaugural speech. 1789. This this is where my brain goes, all right? Fellow citizens of the Senate and the House of Representatives among the vicissitudes incident to life. No event could have filled me with greater anxieties than that of which the notification was transmitted by your order and received on the 14th day of the present month. That's George Washington saying, I don't want to do this job. <laughs> Listen, you throw things in there like vicissitudes, and you get, you say pretty much anything you want to say. Uh, well, at what point in time are we going to get back to having reluctant candidates, reluctant politicians, reluctant leadership, reluctant authority, delegated authority, people who take it as an honor and as a great weight to carry instead of these people who are sitting around trying to figure out whether or not it's going to be legal for them to do insider trading uh, and get rich while they're in office. Um, it's insanity. It's insanity. We've allowed big government to become that all-consuming blob. It rolls through our lives. Everything it touches, it consumes, and it leaves us in its wake. And it grows on and grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, 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 bigger. What a stupid son of a bitch. I'm still excited that Joe Biden said that about uh, Peter Ducey. That's just hilarious to me. Uh, anyway, not offended in the least... That he did it, and neither was Peter Ducey. Uh, gosh, but how far we've come from the vicissitudes of George Washington to the stupid son of a bitch of Joe Biden. I'm just telling you, man, uh, since 1789 to 2021, we have royally screwed the pooch. Um, let's talk about some things I wanted to get into. Um, and by the way, uh, just to give you guys an update... On the 1st of February, we're going to be doing a candidate forum in Midland, Texas at the Wagner Noel. And then I'm coming back. I'm going to be uh, in McCamey, Texas on the 10th. We're doing San Antonio candidate forum luncheon on the 10th of February. Then I'm headed out to West Texas. McCamey is a little town south of Odessa. We're going to be heading out there and doing it there, there that evening. Another little uh, meet and greet out there. With the fine folks of West Texas. And then we're going to do a show back at the Wagner Noel on February 11th. You can get your tickets at watchchad.com. Come to all of it. Come to the political stuff. We'll talk vicissitudes. And then we'll talk about how to you know, beat your kid's ass. We'll put it to song and all that. We'll, we'll sing it to you uh, when we do a show there at the Wagner Noel in Midland. And I want to encourage everybody, donate. Prather2022.com. March 1st. March 1st is the uh is the primary early voting starts on february 14th i'll tell you who i'm starting to like more and more is people like bill maher i don't i'm just i i don't watch the show but i see the clips and uh i love it when people speak their mind i i just love it when people i don't have to agree with you i don't have to agree with you but but when it's contrived, I hate that garbage. Like we talked about the chick who was kissing Fauci's ass on MSNBC the other night. But I like it when people just really like they've kind of had enough. 
And people are starting to wake up. If you notice, they're starting to wake up. Like these people are, they're going, you know, I, I did the juice and then I did 37 boosts and I'm still getting the Omicron. And it like doesn't make sense to me anymore. Like people that are speaking up and being honest about that, I respect that. I respect that a lot. I don't care what side of the, the aisle you're on. I respect the honesty. Um, and um, somebody did a thing the other day. Oh, you know who it was? It was Neil Young. I forgot Neil Young was even alive. Uh, <laughs> Neil Young said to Spotify, either play my music or Joe Rogan. Don't play both. I'm going with Joe Rogan. I, who, I, who cares about Neil Young music? <laughs> I mean, that's really something that's shaping policy and culture today in a way people think is Neil Young music. Southern man don't need him around anyhow. Uh, I'll take Joe Rogan. But anyway, it, it, when people speak their mind, like it really messes up. Um, uh, <laughs> these talking heads like well, the, the mainstream puppets, like Don Lemon. All right. Got a clip I want to show you earlier in the week, but I saved it till now. Would you please play Don Lemon? Barry, that was messed up. And Bill Maher. Because... Look, we were all sick of cancer when my dad died of it. But that didn't change the fact that he suffered from it and died. I was sick of COVID when my, friend, my dear friend Robbie Brown died of it. He did not, not die of it because I was sick of it. I mean, that's so irresponsible. Maybe you're trying to say, I don't know what you're trying to say. I can't make excuses for you. I heard what I heard. Everybody heard what they heard to her and Bill. Just because you're tired of it, tired of sitting at home. A lot of people are tired of sitting at home. And a lot of people are tired of going to work every day and having to deal with sick people because people won't get vaccinated. Maybe you guys did. I think Barry said she did. Bill did. <laughs> but just because you did it doesn't mean that everybody else did it. And that's why the thing continues to go on, because everybody else is not doing it because of irresponsible talk like that. Too many people have made this about politics, about bogus claims of freedom. Yeah. Bogus claims about freedom. Uh, you know, Don, you know, you know what else people are sick of? HIV and AIDS. But yet you continue to sodomize men. How about that? You keep having gay sex. What do you think leads to HIV and AIDS? But you continue that lifestyle, don't you? So when are you going to stop that? When are you going to stop that, bruh? Keep manning up, literally. See how the hypocrisy works, folks. And you're going to, you're going <laughs> to, I mean, I say people are going to come at me. Nobody watching this show is going to come at me for saying that. Because you know it's the freaking truth. Stop doing, stop sodomizing dudes, Don. And maybe let's, we'll see a break in HIV, but you're going to keep on doing that. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. That idea of freedom, we're going to hold on to that. We're going to keep on with some free speech, too. Because guess what? Again, I've said it over and over again. It, we're all terminal. We're all terminal. We're all going to die of something. If it's COVID, it's COVID. I, you know, I'm, I don't blame the lady on the elevator with me. I'm not going to blame the person at the, at the grocery store that didn't social distance. I'm going to blame Xi Jinping who released it on the world. But if that's the way God has me going out, because I trust that my times are in the hands of the Lord, then uh, that's how I'm going to go out, you know, hopefully later than sooner. But it is what it is. I've lived my life. 
and uh, then I'll go be with him, Don. Uh, <laughs> golly. Man, we're going to war. I don't know if you guys know this or not. They're buzzing the tower in Taiwan. The Chinese jets are flying over. And the other day in his baffling press conference uh, to celebrate his first year in office, Joe Biden basically gave Russia and Vladimir Putin permission to go on into the Ukraine and do whatever the hell they wanted to do. With these little Chinese ears, they're listening, and they know that Joe Biden is impotent, and this administration is going to do absolutely nothing on the world stage to push back. Uh, and so Putin was listening, and when he said, well, as long as he keeps it to a minor skirmish. <laughs> minor skirmish. Let me tell you something, Joe. You better not, you better not get us into a situation. I'm, I'm telling you. This dude is a moron, an exponential moron, exponentially, exponentially. But Jim Psaki, let me remind you, because everywhere, if you're an American citizen and you're in the Ukraine and you're in Ukraine, not the Ukraine, you're in Ukraine, uh, <laughs> you need to remember what happened in Afghanistan. Joe ain't about getting you out. He ain't about that inconvenience. No, I'm sorry. He's going to leave you behind, right? There is no plan for getting your American ass out of Ukraine. Jen Psaki said it. Play the clip. If Americans are still in Ukraine and things start happening with Russia, are they pretty much on their own? Well, we are conveying very clearly now that now is the time to leave and that there are means to do that. Of course, there's commercial airlines. You can depart over land. There's obviously the embassy there to provide assistance. And this is very similar to what we did in Ethiopia, Kazakhstan, and many other countries over the course of the last several decades. Uh, but there is not an intention or a plan for any military evacuation. You better wrap your stuff in a bandana and tie it to the end of a stick and get to walking. Because I promise you, Joe Biden ain't coming to get you. Joe Byron gonna leave you behind. How is that possible that they did not learn from Afghanistan? Yeah, you gotta go. So I just want to say, uh, if you're in Taiwan, if you're an American citizen in Taiwan, you might want to go ahead and book that trip. Go and get out of there because China's coming there. Russia's coming to Ukraine. And you're in trouble. Because this administration ain't getting you out. And in the words of Hillary Clinton, at this point, what difference does it make? Yep. They leave you behind. They leave you behind. It's Benghazi on a bigger scale. They're not coming to get you, folks. Oh, my gosh. This guy's got to be polling at like 19% approval rating. And only people voting for the, that approve of him have to be the dead people that voted for him. Funny you say that. If you go down the list on your SOT sheet, we have Chuck Todd going over the latest numbers of Joe Biden. Let's, you know what I want to see? I want to see that sleepy son of a bitch, Chuck Todd. Uh, play that clip. Our new NBC News poll suggests Mr. Biden does need a reset because he's lost his identity a bit. He's no longer seen as competent and effective. He's no longer seen as a good commander in chief or perhaps most damaging as easygoing and likable. In fact, just 5% of adults say Mr. Biden has performed better than expected as president. One of the many lowest firsts and fewests in our poll. And as we kick off our Meet the Midterms coverage heading into November, the NBC News political unit 
developed what we're calling a midterm meter. It's based on previous election cycles. It's basically three poll numbers you need to know best. I'm going to start with the perhaps the most important number to understand uh, the direction of the midterms. Mercy. It's job approval here. The president's job approval rating sitting at 43 percent. If you look at history, history shows that kind of presidential approval rating <laughs> leads to a shellacking for the party in power. How about the mood of the nation? Well, let me show you this right now. Our wrong track, the nation's on the wrong track number, sitting at 72 percent. Mm. Second poll in a row where we've been over 70 percent. This is only the third time in our polls history over 30 years where we've had two tracks that uh, were that off. That, again, would put you in shellacking territory for the party in power. Any shellacking. Chuck Todd calls it a shellacking. Listen, <laughs> Uh, anybody that's out there wanting to defend Joe Biden, and trust me, they are out there. I said it on I said it on the show Tuesday. I said the guy ran on moderation and unity and and bringing people together and all this stuff. And what they got is is a progressive and a shellacking. You got bare shelves and shellacking. Uh, it's the pendulum is swinging. And that's why the other day in that press conference, he already questioned the legitimacy of the 2022 midterms. Yeah. He's already questioning the legitimacy of of the election. They, they, I mean, they're starting they're starting this far out, this far out, 10 months out, already questioning the legitimacy of the election because they're going to get a shellacking. Chuck Todd. Hey, Chuck, welcome to November 2020. That's where we all were when 81 million people we Read the tea leaves, bro. The handwriting was on the wall. Let me, the, let me tell you, the tarot cards were pointing to the angel of death or whatever's on a freaking tarot card. I don't know. But if, if you turn over the card and there's Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi, you got a problem. Golly, we told you this. This guy had no plan. He has no cognitive ability. In fact, he's in decline. There's no way he's a leader of the free world. No way. And uh, Chuck, Chuck Todd, shellacking, I'm telling you, people are waking up. They don't want to be on that sinking ship. They're getting ahead of the game. So, so now then they can turn around with the whole told you so. Sorry, Joe. Sayonara, buddy. They're going to bury you, bro. They're going to bury you, your legacy. History is not going to be nice to you at all. They're going to do everything they can to forget you ever existed. And let me tell you something. We're headed towards hard times if we don't do something about it. These midterm elections that are coming up are important. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing you got to do to prepare right now. In fact, one of the smartest things you can do is stock up on your emergency food. The shelves are bare in places, folks. I've seen it. you got to go to My Patriot Supply. Long-term storage food that stays fresh for up to 25 years. It's going to be there when you need it. It's the most trusted preparedness company in America. My Patriot Supply has served millions of families. They've earned over 47,000 four- and five-star reviews. It's good stuff. It's delicious food. And I'll save you $50 off of their four-week kit. It's going to give you breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks. Give you over 2,000 calories a day. And all you have to do is go to preparewithchad.com in order to get your $50 savings. Your order is going to ship fast, arrive at your door in unmarked boxes for privacy. Go to preparewithchad.com right now. Save $50 off each four-week emergency food kit you order. Those who know what's coming are using today to prepare, unlike those folks stuck in uh, Ukraine. Uh, you need to prepare as well. Go to preparewithchad.com. Load up and be ready. We'll be right back.
You know, a lot of people want to know what it is that I stand for. Last month in December, I had an opportunity to be a part of the Reawaken America tour, and we were in Frisco, Texas. And I want to share with you the speech that I gave, and I hope you enjoy it. Take a look. Thank you, Clay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good to be in Frisco, Texas. It's good to be in Texas. It's good to see so many patriots, so many good smiling faces, people that are excited to be free. My name is Chad Prather. I'm uh, normally introduced as an internet sensation, which is uh, internet sensation is a way of, it's 21st century way of saying I'm unemployed, but I'm popular. So good to be with you guys. God bless America. God bless Texas. You know, it's interesting. We say that phrase a lot. God bless America. God bless Texas. It's easy in the course of your adult life to say that so many times that it loses its meaning. And you forget that we are products of divine providence. We have had the grace of God and the mercy of God and God's directing hand. He's not just some clockmaker who wound us up and turned us loose to fend for ourselves, but he's actively involved in the affairs of human history and particularly us because the Bible says that God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. And the affront of big government across our country and even in the state of Texas is us thumbing our nose at God and saying, thank you for bringing us thus far, but we're going to take it from here. We've got to stop that. It's time that we take our freedom back, take our liberty, because trust me, the heart of revival is when you find a pain point, you find people who are shackled and people who have been bound up and you start setting them free. And there's nobody more excited than a person who's been set free. And big government has become this one big all-consuming blob that just rolls through our lives and everything it touches, it eats and it grows bigger and it keeps on rolling and consuming more and it leaves people like you and me in its wake. So last year, July 2020, I was in South Dakota and um, I was sitting there, we were, I was having dinner with a group of folks. Don Trump Jr. was in the room, he was there and my phone went off. We were waiting on the president to come speak at Mount Rushmore the following night. And uh, my phone went off and there was an announcement, a news announcement that said that the governor of Texas had issued more mandates that were deeming certain businesses and people as non-essentials. And so I don't know if it was because I was drinking wine that night or sitting with a Trump, but I took to Twitter And I, uh, I tweeted that I was going to run for governor in 2022 in the state of Texas. And I was going to get into the primary race. Now, I'm not a politician. I'm reluctant at best. And I just thought, you know, hey, we're going to see how this thing goes. I had no idea the groundswell of support and the momentum that was going to be there for people who were excited because they too were tired of tyranny. And folks, we've got enough tyranny. We've got big government on the federal level, on the state level. We know that Texas has a target on its back by the federal government because... This administration hates Texas, and we know that because every time you turn the television on and you look at the crisis at the southern border, you just see Texas. You don't see New Mexico, Arizona, or California. They focus on Texas. The illegals are coming to Texas because Texas is that last true bastion of freedom. Now, we're not overwhelmingly statistically great, but let me tell you something. Our humble arrogance is huge. Everything is bigger in Texas. Now, we'll tell you that, but we'll also bend down and help you when you're in a crisis. And God bless the folks in Arkansas, Illinois, and Kentucky right now. We'll help you. When Hurricane Harvey hit, we didn't have to get mandated to take care of our neighbors. We just loaded up the trucks and started driving south. 
We were being told we were non-essential. And we know, we know the federal government wants this last bastion of true prideful liberty. And I say prideful in, in a very good way. We're proud of our freedom. We're proud of our legacy. And they know that we have the size, the economy, the leverage, the people, the drive, the dignity, the sense of history and destiny that we could put Washington, D.C. back on track. They don't want to be put back on any sort of track that we have anything to do with. We're that rock that the rest of the nation sort of looks to and anchors their sense of freedom to and says, well, let's see how Texas does. And these days, that shift, that gaze has turned towards Florida. But I want to make Texas great, and I want to make sure that we get politics boring again. And let's get government out of our lives. We've seen an increase of spending in this state by $48 billion. That's not fiscal conservatism in the last seven years. We know that we've had a problem with this government here getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that tyranny on the state level is, is starting to really hurt my neck because the boot prints don't feel good. And now you want to factor in judicial tyranny and educational tyranny, things like CRTV, which is just a repackaged, relabeled Marxism that's been around for a long time. And they're trying to cram it down the throats of our children in this public education uh, brainwashing camp that's built on Dewey and Man socialism and humanism that churns out little Marxists, sends them to these education uh, facilities known as colleges and universities. They come out of there after four or five years deeply in debt with a degree in undecided. We have no sense of identity. We can't think critically. We can't think with any complexity of thought. And so we've just churned out a whole generation of Internet trolls. we got to stop that, folks. we got to stop it. We've got corporate tyranny. We're seeing that with the vaccines and the mandates. We've got medical tyranny. Just this morning I was driving in from Beaumont, Texas, and I saw a billboard on the side of the highway that said uh, it had medical professionals on the picture, and it said, not all heroes wear capes. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Apparently in the state of Texas, not all heroes get to keep their jobs anymore either. The tyranny's got to be fought back. And let me tell you something. The biggest, the biggest threat to tyranny is people who love freedom. That's why everywhere I go, I always remind people that in 1773, a few of our founding fathers went out into Boston Harbor over taxation without representation and to fight against the monarchy of King George and his overreach. They started spilling tea into those black waters. And I keep telling people everywhere we go, I say, I want to go down to Travis County, Texas, and have an Austin tea party. Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of it. I don't want to be told that I'm non-essential, that I can't do business, that I'm going to lose my job, that, that I can't go to church, that I can't go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. But, but constitutionally, when I sign a contract with a gym, guess what? The government can't come in and make that contract null and void. That's a constitutional violation. And our constitutional rights are being trampled on over and over again to the point where we don't even recognize it anymore. We just sweep it under the rug and move on. So I'm encouraging folks to get free. Take your liberty back. Let's make sure that we're not told what to do anymore. That, that You know... Us conservatives, us radical, wild-eyed conservatives, you right-wing, red-hat-wearing meanies. You want to be left alone. You want to make mo as much money as you possibly can. Keep as much of it as possible. Raise your children. Educate them without fear of indoctrination and maybe one day retire and sit on the front porch, drink a shiner beer, and watch your grandchildren play in the yard. 
Now, doesn't that sound like insurrectionist behavior? People say to me all the time, they say, Chad, why isn't Texas more like South Dakota? Why isn't Texas more like Florida? I said, I don't want to be South Dakota or Florida. South Dakota doesn't have its own toast. They don't have waffle irons in the shape of Florida. No one can tell you what the flag of South Dakota looks like. We take the Texas flag and you girls turn it into a bikini and float down the river in the summer. God bless Texas women. You're way too beautiful to be masked. So folks, I want to remind you, it's going to take people like you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for Clay. Thank you for all these gentlemen and these ladies, these folks who want to do something and hold feet to the fire to fight tyranny. I'm reminded of the words of the poet, Walt Mason, a hundred years ago. He said, there's a man in this world who's never turned down wherever he chances to stray. He gets a glad hand in the populous town and out where farmers make hay. He's greeted with pleasure in deserts of sand and deep in the aisle of the woods. Wherever he goes, there's a welcoming hand. He's the man who delivers the goods. And when I see gentlemen like Clay Clark and General Flynn and so many others I could just list, Pastor Greg Locke, prayers for him and his church in this aftermath. There are men who deliver the goods. And there's ladies in this room that deliver the goods. I want to make sure that when we show up, we show up with substance, that we filled our minds with truth to the point where we can speak into that power and reveal light in that darkness. But folks, it's not going to happen in a soundbite. We've got to educate our minds. We've got to disciple our way of thinking, understand our constitution. Because listen, I've read everything that I can find on SARS and COVID and coronavirus and all these other pandemics. I've read it. I don't understand any of it. And neither do the doctors or scientists. But I want to tell you folks right here, I've read the Constitution. I've read the Texas Constitution. I've read the U.S. Constitution. And I understand those. And one of the things about them that I understand very clearly is that the Constitution wasn't written to keep you safe. And the Constitution wasn't written to keep you healthy. The Constitution was written to keep you free. That constitution was written to keep the government over you in check. And folks, it's time we get government out of our lives. If you want to find me, you can find me at prayther2022.com. Or you can just find me. I'm all over the state of Texas. I love this place. The spirit of Texas is caught. It's not taught. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you catch it, it's more contagious than COVID. And you want to give it away, folks. So God bless you. God bless every man and woman in this room. God bless Texas. God bless America. And let's make this fight matter. And let's make it real. Let's keep our liberty alive. Thank you, Clay. God bless you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Hey, uh, listen, I want to encourage you guys to uh, share that whenever you have the opportunity. And I uh, want to remind you guys that uh, the three-week rule may be the best financial advice ever. What's the three-week rule? Uh, well, 
you got to wait three weeks to buy a new car, wait three weeks to refi your home mortgage, uh, wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. Why three weeks? Because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score, an average of 61 points. And listen, 61 points added to your credit score can save you tens of thousands uh, on everything we finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is so easy. It takes about a minute to get started, and you don't have to wait months for for your best credit score. So try ScoreMaster for free and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash chat. That's scoremaster.com slash chat. One more time, scoremaster.com slash chat. Be right back. Hey, welcome back. Um, all right, buckle up. Uh, friends, quite honestly, I got an announcement to make. Um, the war has finally been won. You can get out your ticker tape, your kazoos, your party hats, your pride flag, whatever, because the heretofore untrammeled tyranny of the non-inclusive is at last settling into the dust of its own fiery death. M&Ms. Hallelujah. M&M's just went full-on woke. No longer will the anthropomorphized candies be bound to the stricture of constructs surrounding gender and race. No longer will the confectionery be contained by the callous cruelty of cold and calculated cisgender conformism. Woke at last. Woke at last. Praise God Almighty, M&M's are woke at last. And nobody gives a shit. Uh, I just want to know if they're going to scream when I eat them. The problem, of course, is that we have to care about this. Because, look, companies can do whatever they want. I mean, in the case of the Mars Corporation, that means things like removing the genders of their candy. You know that sweet, sexy, green M&M, the one with the high heels? Yeah, she's wearing sneakers now. And I ask you, going forward, how am I supposed to get turned on in the candy aisle at the gas station? I mean, come on. Here's the real reason why we have to care about nonsense like this. Corporations like Mars are bending over to flow with the prevailing winds of the American and even European collective consciousness, but that wind is coming from what is still a relatively small minority of people in our society, statistical non-entities. It gets boosted into something major by the left, and we've established on this program many times that the left could not begin to care less about any of the individuals or groups that it claims to represent. Zip, not a zilch, none! What they care about is power and these concept of, uh, concepts of inclusivity and diversity and togetherness, which really don't represent anything of the sort in any real sense. These concepts are just the current disguise leftism has to wear in order to continue indoctrinating those who prop it up culturally. So companies like Mars are working to capitalize on the situation by hitting these dweebs in the fields. And the sad thing is it'll probably work, at least for now, when you have a culture like ours that begins to buy into leftism and progressivism and just lunacy. One of the main problems you face, at least intellectually, is that leftist thinking creates infinite feedback loops and getting out of them requires a kind of mental reboot that sadly far too few people are capable of, let alone willing to do them. 
So it's up to us, you know, you can get angry about this M&M diversity and inclusivity thing and boycott them. You can get mad about it and do nothing, but whatever you do, don't decide to not care at all. Honestly, Mars is just the latest corporation to do this sort of thing, and eventually we're going to run out of companies to stop supporting. I don't know how to make delicious candies. Do you? But hey, if you decide never to let an M&M pass your lips again, I salute you. I respect that you take it seriously. Meanwhile, we got to find alternative ways to let these corporations know that eventually they're going to regret siding with leftism. Because whereas the left doesn't care about the people under their wing, they definitely don't give a shit about a capitalist organization. Fuel for the coming fire, Mars and its fire, they will set. Make no mistake, the tyrannical overlords you're working to appease will discard you in the trash heap of history faster than you could say melts in your mouth, not in your hand. And in the meantime, I think I might just go find me a ho-ho to eat. They haven't found a way to make that woke yet. But then again, who knows? They're probably trying. I do love eating ho-hos. <laughs> Golly! Oh, my God, that's right. The, uh, you can't, it's like, Mr. Yellow is no longer Mr. Yellow. He's just yellow. I want everybody to remember that. that that's going to, that's really going, uh, <laughs> M&M's, man, they came out with a statement that was fascinating. They said, we've been around for more than 80 years, and this year, this year, the brand continues to evolve to reflect the more dynamic, progressive world that we live in. That's right. Take your boots off, Miss Green. And put on some sneakers. Uh, maybe I get turned on by Chucks. Who knows? Um, the uh, <laughs> yeah, I hate the world right now, Chris. I really do. Um, they uh, they uh, they want to deliver on a world where society is inclusive. Uh, it's candy, people. It's candy. It's candy. It rots your teeth out. Turns you into a diabetic. Makes you fat. It's not help. It's candy. It's a treat that you eat when you're on a road trip. Okay, it's not something you build your culture around. It's not something that you that you find your identity in. Like I have never found my sexual identity or or discovered who I am based on the M and M's I was eating. Ah, uh, and that's why you're toxic. That's so toxic, don't pay dude. Pay attention to the candy. I. You know what? I find my identity in a payday, king size, because Ooh. it's got nuts. You know, I like mine. I find my identity in the 100 grand bar. There you go. That's a good one, Chris. That helps you find identity in your socioeconomic status. Yes. 100. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like all my candies Chad, with we nuts. we need to do next week an episode, All Candies. Our favorite candies. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like white chocolate with nuts. Ooh. <laughs> King size. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be toxic, let's pour it on. Let's go. It's freaking M&M's, man. Oh, my God. I, you know, I, you know, let's just find something to be. I, I don't know, dude. I've got like I think that my career could be more relevant if I just would. I don't know, be more woke. I don't know how to be though. Like it doesn't cross my mind. I'm just simply not confused in my identity, and I don't apologize for it. So my career is screwed. The only way to bring attention to the Chad Prather brand is to go woke. You know, I, I don't. I, God, I don't. But I don't know how to make gender neutral T-shirts. 
I, I mean, by the very nature, a T-shirt is gender neutral. So, ah, uh, shit. Anyway, I'll think about it. We'll be right back. clips i want to get to real quick um you know biden he, he told his uh over a thousand presidential appointees he, he wanted he wanted respect right play that clip real quick if you're ever working with me and i hear you treat another colleague with disrespect talk down to someone i promise you i will fire you on the spot on the spot <laughs> no ifs ands or buts everybody everybody is entitled to be treated with decency and dignity decency decency and dignity you stupid son of a bitch uh then play play that montage you got there ask the right questions what a stupid son of a bitch come on man that's like saying you before you got in this program if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not what do you think huh are you a junkie you <laughs> said go back and read what i said you're getting nervous, man. That is an interesting reading of English. You, you, I assume you got in the, in the journals because you like to write. I want to talk about happy things, man. What, what the hell? What do you do all the time? So, when did I say I was confident? You I said, said, the next six I months said months what I said was, let's get it straight. I, I think I probably right. have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. <laughs> well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? What, don't Who you said think that? that? You don't understand that you're in your own business. Can I ask you a quick question on Israel before you drive No, you can't. Not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. She can ask an obnoxious question. Don't screw around with me. Let's get it straight. Use a rank no, let me listen to me. I'm listening. Don't poke that in my face, okay, buddy? Yeah, okay. Make sure you don't talk to anybody with uh, disrespect or indecency there. Uh, so, so much for that policy. I mean, the whole, the whole bully pulpit that he was using with those 1,000 those thousand appointees, of, that, like that's disrespect. You're talking down to them, dude. I, I mean, this is this administration. This is, this is what he does, Jack. Oh, my God. I would never. I would never have a policy of saying you guys couldn't talk down to people. I want you to. <laughs> I want you to disrespect the hell out of them. Oh, that's what we do around here. We just dis- disrespect people. Um, what? Uh, you got that Jen Psaki thing, right? Because because she she doesn't like. She said crime has surged over the past two years. Points to gun violence and underfunding of police. Imagine that. You got that clip? Play it for me. This NYPD body camera video from earlier this month shows a brazen carjacking in broad daylight in midtown Manhattan. The suspect plowed into parked cars as police tried to stop him. In a separate incident, a 14-year-old suspect was just arrested for this carjacking weeks ago. A particular crime that in New York City surged 55% last year. Also in 2021, Philadelphia saw an 85% jump. A congresswoman's car was recently swiped in broad daylight there. 
So far this year, the city's already reported more than 100 carjackings. Carjackers have been utilizing a bump and run technique where the perpetrators initiate the carjacking by tapping your vehicle with their vehicle. In Washington, D.C., a council candidate was carjacked earlier this month. As soon as I came out, the vehicle was instantly in my face and guns were pointing to my face. In Minneapolis, 655 carjackings last year. In wow. Cleveland, 433. On New Year's Eve, Shane Bartek was killed during one. Mostly Shane wanted to be remembered as someone who cared. Police stress you should know what the carjacking hotspots are. Residential driveways, gas stations while drivers fill up their cars, ATMs, and streets with poor lighting. Yeah. Uh, but again, Jen Psaki's got to spin it, right? Uh, gun violence is a huge reason for the surge in crime. That's what she had to say. Um, underfunding of some police departments. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Remember the battle cry from two years ago? Do you fund the police? That's uh, insanity, I tell you. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's, uh, what you guys, that's what you guys lobbied for and it's what you're getting. It's what you're getting, and what it's going to take is more gun violence. That's how you deal with that. You, you have armed citizens who shoot people in the face when they stick their head in your car to try to steal it at gunpoint. Advocating for violence, that's what I do. <laughs> um, carjack me and find out. See what happens. Um, you're going to find out. Um, but this, this, you see the philosophy falling in on itself. The logic is bad. The results are bad. The problem is there's no consequences for criminal behavior. People aren't getting jacked in the jaw anymore because who is it that gets held accountable? It's the victim. The person is getting victimized. So at some point in time, and I, you know, I don't want us to live in a world of vigilante justice, but my God. Defend yourself. Make sure that you don't live in a place where you can't defend yourself. All right? Get out of these woke cities. Let them burn to the ground. Let them have their smash and grab. Let them have their crazy, mostly peaceful riots, mostly peaceful protests where they burn their communities to the ground. Just let them have it. Let them have it. Dead in the water. You can't afford it anyway. Your taxes are through the roof. You can't afford the rent. You can't afford the food. You can't get around. You're sitting in traffic. That ain't the no. That ain't no way to live. And it sure ain't with a gun in your face getting carjacked, folks. Live someplace where you can be free. Freedom. My God in heaven. Thanks, Jen Saki, for that fine assessment of that situation. Uh, until we come back, enjoy the break. All right, I want to remind everybody, February 1st, going to have a candidate debate. Going to be a forum right there in Midland, Texas, the Wagner Noel. You need to come see us. And then, of course, I'm going to be back in Midland to do a show. That's right. I still do those every now and then. February 11th, you can get your tickets at watchchad.com. Check me out. That's where all the fun stuff is. Don't forget to subscribe to The Blaze. Chadnude.com is where you sign up. Use promo code CHAD. Get Get some money off your annual subscription and, of course, go shopping at chadonblaze.com. 
Com. I'm excited about everything going on. March 1st is the primary date, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Blah! That is when early voting starts. And I want you to cast your vote for Chad Prezo. That's right. Get to the polling place and make sure make sure you register to vote. Uh, the deadline to do that in Texas is January 31st. So get registered. Double check. Uh, and hey, do me a favor. They don't like me telling you this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Go to Prather2022.com and donate your money to me. I need it. We're all over the state. We're making a difference, and we're working to get government out of your life. That video that we showed of the speech that I gave at the Reawaken America tour, get that clip. Share that sucker. Make sure everybody sees it. Okay? I hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday here from the Mothership Studio 22. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.